It's your radio, the future of radio. Hey everyone, this is Serious Business. I'm Corey Lejeune, and we're running 20 seconds, 30 seconds on the on the offside here. But hey, at least we didn't scare you and come knock on your door and be all creepy like that. But hey, we're here, we're live on Serious Business. If you want to call in and chat with us about different things, like me, in a sense, in a sense, and I'll let my mom explain that to you in a minute. My mom, the fabulous host, mainly Loey. We're going to explain that in a minute. But if you want to call in and chat with us tonight, 646-716-9034. Now, here is the actual real host, the one you actually came to see and hear, mainly Loey. Good evening, one and all, and welcome to Serious Business. Tonight, we don't have a guest. But we do have a very interesting subject. Um, The title of our show is, Hey, is that my toenail? And I guess what that's all about, actually I know that's, uh, it's about Corey's toenail. And it's about parents coping with what's going on in this day and age, our children no longer have the freedom of, well, the freedom of childhood. Our kids don't have childhoods anymore. They have to grow up and deal with society. And society is not what it was when you were young and when I was young. Um, I can remember when I was young, and boy, that's really going back a, a ways. Um, we used to think it was really great fun when they irrigated the, the schoolyard, and you got to go roll in the grass in and, and water that was four or five inches deep. And this was in California. That's where I grew up. And uh, we had, oh, we had TV shows like Our Gang, uh, Spanky, and Our Gang, and that was that was pretty cool too. Our kids today are faced with things that we really weren't faced with. They're faced with uh, drugs, uh, peer pressure. Uh, cigarettes are not such a big deal anymore, but um, pot, street drugs, things that uh, we really didn't have access to when we were growing up. And... Um, Another thing that I think that parents worry about, and that's what this is about, parents coping with today's society and peer pressure with their children. Um, And Corey's toenail is going to come into this. uh, One of the the things that, uh, well, let, let me backtrack. Yesterday, Corey had to go to the doctor, and they removed a toenail on his big toe. And... It was pretty frightening, and as he says, it was painful. They had they froze his toe, and then they gave him a couple of shots in the toe, and the and toe was. Every toe except the one that they were working on. It only... And the thing about this shot, which was funny to me in a sense, painful, funny now, is it numbed the rest of the foot, and it numbed most. It had numbed. But by the time by the time they got to work on the toe that they were actually working on, it wasn't numb anymore. The rest of the foot was numb, so I could feel everything they were doing, and it hurt a lot. 
So now I'm sitting here with a sock that took me 10 minutes to get on with a big bandage swollen toe under it with no toenail. So once again, mainly Lily. I think that what I, my point is that yesterday when they, um, when Corey had to go through this, he's 15 years old, going on 80, and um, he had all this uh, immunization shots when he was little. He doesn't remember getting shots. He um, has never had anything serious happen to him physically where they had to do IVs or shots or anything like that. Welcome, sister. It's good to see you. It's me and you and Corey. Call in if you'd like. The phone number is 646-716-9034. And my my point is that I watched Corey um, be nervous about them freezing his toe. I watched Corey be frightened and nervous, which anybody would be when they went to stick shots in his toe. I mean, think about it. Does that make you want to just uh, crush your legs and cringe? And then they pulled his toenail off. I mean, oh my God, my God, that just makes me, ooh, chills running down my backbone. Don't interrupt because I'm making a point here. And sometimes when you're as old as I am, those points come hard. My point is, I was watching Corey, and I was seeing his fear, and I had a thought later on last night, and it's about, you know, the society that we live in where there are people who abduct our children, and there's not there's not one parent out there who is not concerned about their child's welfare, who is not worried that, you know, something bad can happen to our children. We don't like to think so, but being adults and being parents, we are aware that bad things do happen to good people. And I was thinking about, this was a scheduled little surgery on his foot. It was done with procedures that are acceptable, with painkillers. What if, I guess I just was being morbid perhaps, but I couldn't help but think, what if all these years that I've spent protecting my children, and I have a few of them, three to be exact, um, and what if my child was abducted, and I know how he deals with fear and pain, and he was in a situation where he he was being tortured, um, that's a terrible thought. And so the reason for the show tonight is, is, oh, yes, if I am thinking again, um, but I bet you had these thoughts when you were taking care of your son and he was going up too. And welcome guest number 1152. Nice to see you. If you would uh, join, you could actually join in the conversation, and we would love to have you do that. You can call in at 646-716-9034. We are talking about society today and and children growing up in the society. Um, Right now we're talking about abductions, child abductions. They happen. Uh, Your kids can be playing in the front yard. Somebody drives up, boom, your child's gone. You can go to bed at night and your kid's in its bed. And when you wake up in the morning, that child's not there. It's pretty scary, the times that we live in. 
we have uh, Homeland Security that deals with terrorists, but does it really deal with what's happening in our homeland? I don't think so. Not when it comes to our children. And that's not a put down of our government at all. That's just saying that we as parents have to be vigilant and take care of our children. Um, Glory with his toe and uh, my sister with her broken shoulder. She fell on the fourth and she broke her shoulder. So our kids have drugs to deal with, drug dealers to deal with. Booze is a big thing. Alcoholism in teenagers is not uh, an unknown. It happens a lot. And um, hopefully you have some ideas. If anybody in chat has any 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 thoughts or anything that they ever did for uh, the protection of their children, let's talk about it. Let's talk about our kids, your kids. Um, we do have uh, on the site, we have uh, a DVD by Celine Dion. Um, we have a couple of books. If you click on those, there's some pretty good information there. Um, another thing that uh, our children deal with that uh, I don't think, I think everybody has always had a bully. There's always a bully. And that could be in school, it could be in your neighborhood. But there always seems to be bullies, but it seems that we can no longer deal with bullies. Our schools actually have the teachers, even the custodians, even the bus drivers, um, go to classes on how to deal with bullies. How do you deal with a bully? Some children are perfect victims of bullies. There's the smaller kids that uh, the bullies are usually quite brawny. And it could be a boy, it could be a girl, because girls are bullies too. They can be. And um, we've had our fair share of dealing with bullies in, in our family, and I know of other families that have dealt with bullies, some of them the same bully that we dealt with, some of them had their own bullies, and, and so that leads me to believe that perhaps Perhaps we should have classes for bullies, and I think that's um, I think that that says something about society that bullies are becoming more and more prevalent in our society. I think that a lot of power has been taken away from our schools. Um, Teachers, I'm, I am sure, do not advocate a slap on the hand or, or out behind the barn. That's, that's long gone. But teachers did used to have enough authority that they could stop bullies from being bullies to others. They could put them in detention. Um, yes, they can be put in detention now. But then you have to deal with parents who would say, well, my kid wouldn't do that. No, not my kid. I bet you my guest name is Chucky. What do you want to bet, Corey? You think our guest name is Chucky? Could be. Hey, Chucky. Hey, Sobe. I think that our guest number 1152 is Chucky. So 
So you can say hi, Chucky, if you want to. And did the show start late? No, actually, Seth, we were right on time. We we were right on time, right on the very second. We had five seconds because I kept trying to get the switchboard up and it kept saying that Blog Talk Radio, or it didn't say Blog Talk Radio, it said uh, some kind of error and that the host wasn't available and blah, blah, blah. So... Um, well, actually, the show started late, time-wise. Time-wise, we're normally at, well... Well, oh, okay. I understand what Corey's going to say. Here's Corey. Hey, I could have had Ed McMahon's job. you want me to do that again? And now, here's Corey. Well, everyone, the thing is, our show started at 6, originally, and was 6 to 7. And then as of last week, correct, we made prime time and became 7 to 8. Well, tonight we were at Hodgden Yachts Interior Open House, and which would have made us late for the show at 7. And we had to run out to Chucky's after, so we knew we'd never be back in time for the show, so we scheduled tonight's show at 8. But next week we'll be back at 7 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com slash seriousbusiness, like always. And you guys can enjoy us in prime time and not have to drop your dinner for us like you would have had to do and would love to do anyway. Wait, maybe I should try. Well, I can't do it. Here's the lake. <laughs> okay. So anyway, tonight um, in the little town of Richmond, Maine, there is a manufacturer, there is a boat builder. Uh, a lot of people have heard of Hodgkin Yachts, and this this year Hodgkin Yachts has opened a facility here in Richmond, Maine, where they build the interiors of these magnificent yachts. So this evening uh, they had an open house, and Corey and I went to that Yes, Hodgkin Interiors, Corey. <laughs> I got all choked up just thinking about what I've seen up there. The woods are just astounding. They have such exotic woods, the designs of these yachts' interiors. Um, exotic woods, wonderful marbles. The built-ins, the bedrooms, the bathrooms. I could live. I could live in one of their bathrooms. I would absolutely never have to leave there. I would say, oh, Corey. Corey, dear, could you bring Mom a cup of coffee, please? I'm in the bathroom. The bathroom is as big. The bathroom is as big as my living room, dining room, kitchen, and kitchen are put together. Give me a break. These things are beautiful. Oh, my and then like, God. Like the ones with the 16 bathrooms they're building. Jesus. Wow. They are building a yacht right now that they were commissioned to build. It's a yacht. It's We're not talking boat here. We're not talking ship. We're talking this is a, a luxury yacht. The one they're building now has, as Corey said, 16 bathrooms. Now... I could live with that. 
unfortunately for me to live with that, I'd probably have to be the bathroom toilet cleaner, you know? Oh, darn. But I almost think I would like it, just to be able to have all 16 bathrooms. The dining room in this yacht holds 24 people and formal attire. Now, I think that's pretty impressive. I don't know how many bedrooms there are, but if there's 16 bathrooms, there's got to be at least 16 bedrooms, unless, unless there's a bathroom on each side, or a bedroom on each side of the bathroom, which would make 32 bedrooms. Whoa, mama. Can I say, wow. The interiors of these yachts are handcrafted at Hodgkin. And um, I can honestly say that it's a good thing that I was wearing a dress. That's a good thing that I had undies on because I had to pick up the hem of my dress and wipe that drool off my face, boys and girls. Oh, my God. So they let us touch the wood, some of the exotic woods, and they wined us and dined us. There was actually no wine. It was bottled water. But they had uh, another business that's here in town. Yeah, Hotel on the Lake works for me. I could live on that Hotel on the Lake. Um, they had uh, another business from, from Richmond Mean was the caterer, and it was uh, the Texas barbecue place, and they had pulled pork barbecued, they had coleslaw, they had so much food. And the parking lot, which is quite large, was packed with people, because there's a great deal of interest in luxury, uh, especially if you're one of us who uh, may be able to get a job there building, but probably, probably most of us wouldn't ever be able to own one of those. I can't even imagine. What did he say, that 16, didn't he give us like a three or four million dollar price or something on that? Yeah, did, did he say that? Quite a lot more than that, I think. And um, primarily, needless to say, it is the wealthy who are having these shots built, and most of them, a large percentage of them, I won't say most of them, a large percentage of them are not from the United States, they're from other countries, and uh, that's not to say that there are not United States people that, that can't afford these or can't afford them, I'm sure there is. Probably they already have their yacht, This would maybe they need a second or a third, and for all of you out there in Blog Talk land, if you go to Hodgkin Yachts and you order your second or third yacht and you want to keep it on the Kennebec River at Richmond, Maine, I would be more than happy to move in, lock, stock, and barrel, and make sure that when you're not around that nobody vandalizes it. So just remember, it's mainly Lily, your friendly, live in, I'll take care of your yacht. Of course, if you're buying two or three, I'll take the other one, and we'll keep it really well, but make sure you get an interior that suits my color scheme, because I'll host my TV show right from there, 
So I'll be living in there. I'll never have to leave there. And you guys won't have to worry. I'll be there. And you'll have some guy who really knows what he's doing, who cooks, cleans, blah, 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 living there. <laughs> Good one, Sobe. Learn how to swim first. Well, I think that they might have. The Hodgkin yacht, they don't sink. And I'll wear water wings. And I'll get curious that. Rob can float. And Jane can have some water wings. And what in the hell would I get off there for anyway? The whole world would be at my fingertips. I'd call and I'd say, Hello, sister. Hello, Chucky. You girls want to come out for some tea with me? We're going to play Yacht Lady. And I think you guys might come and visit me. I just think you might. And I would be thrilled. I'd give you each toilet brush and say, I have 16 toilets. Which one do you want? Uh-oh. And once you clean them, you're not allowed to use them, so you might want to run over to the docking station and use the bathroom there because we like them to be spotless on our Hodgson yachts. Well, lemonade coming up, sweetie, for you, the world. And if you clean the toilet and Corey won't let you use it, just hang your hiney over the side towards Swan Island. Nobody but the deer over there. I didn't say that, did I? I think I did. Our phone number is 646-716-9034. Yes, and you'd probably break something if you did fall in, so just ma'am, and we don't want any of that. So it's been an interesting day this morning. Uh, I went to the Maine Veterans Home and checked in there. I'll be working there this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and tomorrow. I'd like to know what's in my hair. Oh, my God, it looks like I've been out in the woods. Shameless hussy look out. Here comes Louie. Um, tomorrow I'm going to be painting on a new business that's opening here in Richmond, Maine. We're really growing. It's a small village of 3,200 people. And uh, we're surrounded by other small villages that are just as quaint and charming as Richmond. And the people are quaint and charming, because all Mainers are quaint and charming, in my opinion. I think Minnesota people are pretty cool, too. I just wish they didn't fall so much. Um, we sort of got off We sort of got off track for, for teenagers and parents and stuff, but that's okay. Tonight we're kind of winging it. I have been pretty busy this week, as has Corey with his health issues on his little footsie-wootsie, and uh, he'll kill me for saying that, but... Uh, no, I won't. I don't, I'm, I'm pretty easy right now because I have the nerve pain between my foot and my leg, so I'm pretty easy right now, so if anyone wants anything, you're going to have a pretty good chance right now. So I just think that, I told Corey, I said, you know, we've got we've got a little subject, and, and we can just sort of wing it. So... If anybody has anything that they want to talk about in the chat room, you just say the word, and I'm sure I can come up with something to, to go along with, with whatever it is that sort of trips your trigger. I'm here for you. I could tell you what I did this morning. It was kind of fun. Kim, Command, Kim Commando has uh, a radio show. She has a website. She has newsletters, and every day, she sends out an email, and it's called Cool Fight of the Day. And today's Cool Fight of the Day was 
a makeover site. You go there and you upload your picture, which I did. Boy, I skinned my hair right back because she wants to see your face. You know, they want your face. So I uploaded my picture and then I went and you can put makeup on and you can change your hairstyles and you can change your hair color. And I did about, oh, 11 different hairstyles and 11 different colors. I had Korean stitches. It was just, uh, it was pretty funny, really. We, we, we just don't want to get into what she is as a blonde. No, I don't make a very good blonde. Not anymore. But I'll tell you, I did find some pretty cool hairstyles that's really totally different than my look now. And my look now is uh, shabby hippie is the look I'm carrying now. And um, I was thinking that I might have to change my image. So... I did uh, these hairstyles, and I, I think I saved the pictures so I can send them to some of you that would be interested. Um, I think we lost Chucky. I'm pretty sure that was Chucky, and I think we lost her. She sort of goes in and out, bless her heart. So anyway, that was my day today, and my week has been pretty hectic, and um, I bet you would like to see Get your uh, tissues close at hand, so be it, because you will laugh until you cry. Some of them are so funny. That's that's the truth, I swear to you. So, so be uh, I understand that you fell and you broke your shoulder on July 4th, and um, it's just been one of those weeks, hasn't it? And you took a pain pill, so you were able to sleep, I think that was last night, and that's very good. Um, we have some links on the site there. Um, I suggest you don't call in and rate the show tonight or or rate the show tonight because this is really not going to be my best show in the whole wide world. I do have some interesting guests coming up. Um, I have a tarot card reader who also gives uh, readings, and she'll be able to do that on as we're on air, uh, all you'll have to do is uh, concentrate on her, uh, and she will give you a reading. She's given me a reading for uh, just a day, not a reading. She just did a card cut for me, and she pretty well hit the nail on the head with mine. She uh, gave, so be it, a reading via email, and I don't know, um, so if... Uh, I thought it was pretty cool, and from what from what your email said, you thought it was pretty cool, too. So we're going to be having her on. Oh, we have a caller. Oh, my gosh. Hello. Hello. How nice to hear your voice, dear. Well, yes. I figured I haven't talked to you all day, so I better call. <laughs> well, this, this will do it, and. So were you pretty uh, were you pretty pleased with or did you feel that the reading that you got was a pretty No, but she'll she'll give me a, a, a total reading. I just have to find the time to do it, you know. I haven't been feeling quite that well or up to par. Because <laughs> I can't imagine why. Uh, so I kinda haven't done anything the last few days. Yeah. 
Well, that's okay because it's not every day you fall and break your shoulder. So, no, I know. so you sort of have to take um, that into consideration uh, when when you're thinking about, well, what do I feel like doing today? What should I do? So what what was your day like in what Minnesota? Was, was it a day? I, I had to take a pain pill today. I didn't take one last night, and I didn't sleep well last night. So I took a pain pill today, and I just laid down at 2 and got up at 5. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I did find a good, good rest. Last night it wasn't good. Um, so and now today... In Minnesota, have you had hot and humid weather, or what's it been like in Minnesota? Uh, yes, it was, uh, and it, we've got the air conditioning on here, so it's been cool. They had a storm up there, a big one. Everything has missed us. The sun's been out here all day, but they had major storms in, in the city. Really? Yeah. Somebody got their house roof taken off. And, oh, my gosh. And, but they think it was just straight-line wind because it was just in just one place. And I knew some big trees down and stuff. But other than that. Well, I was um, I was out paying bills here in the village um, one day earlier this week. And when I, um, when I stopped at the town office, uh, I was on my way to the town office. And when you're coming up the street towards the town office, you can also see our elementary school. And in front of the elementary school, there are a whole row of giant maple trees. Yeah. Um, we had this giant gust of wind. I think I told you about this, so we had this giant gust of wind. And I looked at this, these trees. I mean, it was just like they were falling down. And when I went in the town office, I was telling the, uh, Judy, the, the town clerk, and, and Sharon, the tax collector, I said, oh, my God, I said, you know, I've just come up the street, and I said, we had this tremendous gust of wind, and it looked just like the trees were falling down, being ripped out by the roots in front of the school. Yeah. Well, needless to say, they knew which school I meant, because we don't have very many schools in a town with 3,200 people, you know. <laughs> that includes the cats and the dogs and the jackrabbits. Yeah. And um, I was talking to Karen yesterday, and she's a custodian at the school, and you know what? I really did see a tree coming down. They lost one of those giant maples, and it was that big wind. It just pulled it right down. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. It jumped in the right direction and the right speed. And, and it, it just happened. So it just happens. We had one one time, we had a little wind, uh, well, it was a big wind right next to the cabin, and there was a tree right on the corner of it that went over, and we were just lucky it didn't fall on that cabin. <laughs> yeah. And it's huge. Is that that? Is that that tree that, that Mike had to cut down and the boys came in yeah. help? Right. Is that the one? That was yeah. one humongous tree. Yeah, it was a humongous one, and it fell between the cabins, so we were lucky. That was very lucky. And this one, I guess, fell out on the street, but, you know, I just thought it was my eyes playing tricks. I really didn't realize well, that it was really being ripped out by its roots. Yeah, no, I don't know. Wind can do a lot of things. A lot well, of things, it, a lot it, of damage. Totally, totally amazing. Yeah. So, Sobe, I have a yeah. question for you. Okay. You're a mom, and although I know that your son is a, a grown-up and married and 
And when when Tom was growing up, was there a bully he had to contend with? Yes. When he was in school. And how did you deal with his being bullied? Did you just step back or did you call the school? How how did you as a parent handle? How did I handle it? Well, I kind of let him handle it. Uh, it was older kids that were picking on him, and because he was he's a big boy, he's not overly real fat, you know. But uh, at at fifth grade, you know, you like to be trim and mus- muscular, trim and muscular, and uh, he kind of got teased, you know, for being as big as he was. Anyway, and he wasn't that big, at least in my eyes. <laughs> no, the kids are cruel. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they'd pick on him. And, and one day, one day, I don't know, I don't think this was a kid that was actually one of the, the pickers <laughs> or one of the bullies, but uh, they they were having a mud fight on this over by a park. Somebody was building a house and and there was a pile of mud on, or mud hill and something. And anyway, there was a kid that was throwing mud balls at him. <laughs> and Tom couldn't take it anymore, so <laughs> excuse my, my using your name, Tom. <laughs> he went over, and the kids started wrestling with him. And they fell, rolled down the hill, and Tom landed on his elbow. Needless to say, he broke his elbow. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so after Tom was, or Tom takes that? Not Tom. This, the other kid broke. Oh, the other kid. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and so. Yeah, the other kid. Tom didn't get anything broke, but anyway, he. Uh, let's see. He. Uh, the kid went home, of course, crying. His elbow was bent out of shape. Had to have pins in the whole bit. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad oh, condition. Anyway, anyway, the next day at school, see, this kid was a sixth grader. The next day at school, the sixth graders all went and came after Tom. He was needless to say, he was afraid to go to school the next few weeks. Oh, I'm sure. But finally, somebody took care of it and handled it, and they got they got it all taken care of. And now nobody picks on Tom. <laughs> oh, I bet they don't, and that's good news. Um, no, I didn't. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot I did to him as far as I just had to let him handle it himself. As as a teacher, which I did for 10 years at a small school, um, I've run across um, some bullies in my time. Uh, not not bully me because I was the teacher and they died. Well, not going to bully me, but I I have dealt with kids coming into the classroom with tears in their eyes, crying, and you know you see what's the matter, and they say, oh, so and so just told me I was a blimp, or so and so just pinched me as hard as they could, and it just you know bullies happen. It doesn't matter where you're at what kind of school you're at, bullies do happen. And how do you deal with bullies when you're on the on the other end? Well, 
my way of dealing with the bullies was if it was minor and it was something that we could deal with and get a nice sorry and it was not a regular occurrence, then I personally would say, okay, you guys, you need to talk and, and you need to say, you know, Joe Blow needs to say, well, I'm sorry I did that and you need to be able to accept that. And I says, you know, accept the apology. And usually we could work it out, but if they were what I guess you would call repeat offenders that were total bullies that just, um, that was their life was bullying other children for any reason they could think of. And those were the cases where they had to go to the principal of the school and then the principal would take care of it. And I'm going to tell you right now, we had a wonderful principal. He has since retired. But as much as I admired that man, I don't think I'd ever want to be the student that would have to go to him because he would just make you feel so guilty for your bad behavior. Huh? Well, I got to tell you, the kitty cat Mongo is up on top of the desk trying to trying to eat my paper, so I had to move him out of the way. It's fine, Corey. Don't worry about it. So, where did Jason go? He took off on us. He was here for a minute, and then he left. He does. Yeah, he must have. We must have bored him to tears. He was here for at least fifteen seconds. <laughs> at least fifteen seconds. They what, Corey? They only stay a couple. They only stay a couple minutes anyway because they're just checking out the sound and they're doing what I do for this show and my shows. They're doing it for the whole network and trust me, I had an offer to to help out and go around and do that. But God, when there's a problem, then there's a problem. That'd be too much. <laughs> yeah, he could have said hi, but here's mainly Louie. I should have said, and here's Corey, because we passed his phone back. And... Uh, Bobby J. Well, Bobby J, go away, because we're not going to answer you, because we are the air. Can you hear that beep, sis? Yes, I did. Yeah, I wondered, because, boy, well, I don't know who Candace is, but she can't talk to anybody right now unless she calls. Unless she calls 646-716-9034, which is mainly Lowy and Corey Lejeune at Blog Talk Radio, your best place to spend an hour or two. We can talk about anything that you'd like. If you have guest ideas, if you have suggestions, just give us a call. You know, I wrote a letter today. I'm trying to get the mad... Maniac guy. His name is Crash. How do you like that, Seth? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I thought you would. His name is Crash, and he is probably the oldest stuntman still around. And who was that guy that used to dash cars? We, call, we called one of our sisters Crash. <laughs> I know. I, I knew that would bring you a memory. Um, yeah. Who was. Oh, geez, I cannot think of that. Crash guy. You know, um, Evil Knievel. <laughs> that's who I'm trying to think of. Well, this guy does the same kind of stunts that Evil Knievel did, and um, he lives in Maine, and I'm hoping to have him on as a guest to talk about how us Mainers live out our golden years. Um, I live mine out seeing how many stores I can shop in, and <laughs> how short of a period of time it takes, you know, I'm 
if I have 24 hours, I'd like to think that I could shop for 23 and a half of those hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and Crash, he uh, is in his 60s, and he's still crashing cars. Well, yeah. And so us main, folks don't, us main folks don't sit on our front porches on our rocking chairs all the time. We have <laughs> bigger fish to fry. <laughs> i got to say that Minnesotans don't either. No. I I am a crash. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. No, no, no. I was not going to say that. So anyway, and, and you know what? I even sent an email to, I can't think of his last name. Oh, my gosh. I know his first name, Obama. Oh, yeah? That's his last name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wrong person when you come to politics. <laughs> oh, what's his first name? Barack. Oh, to Barack. See, I knew his last name. I didn't know his first name. Barack Obama. So I, I even sent an email out there because you know what? I can, I as I said in in uh, my request that I am a just an ordinary everyday citizen of the United States of America. And I have ordinary, everyday questions um, that I would like to know how he would deal with or what his thoughts are. And as a common person, um, I think that I could speak for many people, and I'm sure that people on online and in my chat room would be very interested in having questions answered too, because we are we are all just ordinary, everyday United States citizens, and we all have um, very similar concerns about what's happening in our country and what our leadership of tomorrow plans on doing to make this the great America that it's always been and to make it a better America than it has ever been. And so I hope... To the the other candidate, too? um, Well, I'd... um, I, would, I wouldn't uh, hesitate. Unfortunately, I had to take care of Corey this morning, and I had to stop my email. Oh, I was just wondering, you know. Yeah. No, I'm 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 fair game for everybody. I I would be more than happy to um, spend a half an hour or an well, hour. Ask him the same questions, you know. You know, just to. Well, absolutely. I would like to know how they plan on making America a better place, right. and how they plan on dealing with things that affect you and I, and those who uh, are living in the same boat, and they're not Hodgkin yachts, let me tell you, the same boat that we live in. Right. <laughs> I wish they were all Hodgkin yachts, you know, that wouldn't... Like wouldn't a little rowboat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'm in a little rowboat, guess what, I ain't got no damn oars. Some don't have any rowboats, and some don't even have any boats. <laughs> well, if I had a rowboat, I wouldn't have any oars, or you know that old saying, uh, when my ship came in, I was at the airport, kind of thing. No, yeah. That's pretty much uh, that's pretty much how how I feel that many many Americans are at this point in time. I'd like to know about uh, so many different things, and and if I am fortunate enough to perhaps um, to perhaps talk to these uh, political candidates that hope to make our country a better place, then that would be interesting. It would be extremely interesting because you know what? I see 
you know, you can see the commercials on TV, and there's nothing I hate worse than a bunch of backstabbers. And that's what the commercials are, in my opinion, as a rule. Um, slamming each other. And that's not what that's not what this country is supposed to be about. It's not supposed to be about slam. Not to have the press and everything directed to ask only certain questions. Right. And uh, so I just I just have common everyday questions. I I am concerned about social security. Yeah. I am concerned about um, health in in America. There are so many concerns that are just common everyday things that all of us live with, all of us deal with. Um, am I concerned about uh, war? Yes, of course I am. I, uh, my heart goes out to our men and women in the service, our veterans. Um, and that's another thing I'm very concerned about is uh, care for our veterans when they come home, whether they be from World War One to Korean War, Vietnam War, uh, the war that we're dealing with now, these people deserve our best care. And um, I think I think that uh, that is something that should be uh, a prime consideration. And uh, so I have questions. And I'm well, sure that... We have, we have so many other interests that, that should be taken care of at our home. Yes. Than, you know, the fires in California, the floods in Iowa or Indiana or... In Illinois. Or, you know, Illinois or what, wherever, you know, and all this this stuff is just keep piling up and piling up and piling up and I don't know, you know, they do what they can, but it's not enough, let's put it that way. So there are so many things happening that uh, that we actually really need, we need answers. We need uh, we need a president and a vice president who are willing to take that extra step and say, okay, we need to be concerned about America first. Congress too. Absolutely, Congress, the Senate. I mean, it's not it's not a it's not all in one person's head. Right. You know, it's it's. Uh, have to redirect their, their, uh, what's the word I want to say? Exactly. Priorities. I had a whatever once. Yeah. Have to redirect their priorities. Yes. Very well said, Sobia. Um, I was trying to bring up my email to see if anybody responded. And, um, geez, my, my computer is just, uh, Logie today, and probably it is my, um, I would be willing to guess that it is my server. And so here I am, I'm looking at my email. Oh, my son Corey sends the email, that's nice. My sister So sends the email. And I do have an email from uh, Congressman Tom Allen. Um, he was requesting my input. Um, so maybe I'll just ask him to come visit us. He's been a congressman for a number of years, and um, I have highly respected him. And, and I, I, I'm not really sure if he's a Democrat or a Republican because I really don't care which he is. I usually vote for the person, not for the party. And so I don't care what he is. 
and so obviously I don't know what he is. Um, Nancy has been sending me emails, let me tell you. <laughs> Woo. So we'll have some funnies to uh, see. I'll be certain you. The medication person, the herbal med. Susan, I haven't talked to her today. I haven't seen her today. I don't know how she's doing, but she was just super, wasn't she? Did I lose my chat session? I'm looking. I might have lost my chat. Right there. I found it. Yeah. I got it now. I just just didn't see it. So, So, and no, um, Susan was terrific, and hopefully uh, I think that um, as soon as her medical problem is uh, resolved that um, she'll be back. She was a super terrific guest. What a brilliant woman she is. And she is just so full of knowledge. Yeah. And so we're going to have Susan back and then um, an update on Carol from New York who has a ghost whose name is Mary. Carol from New York was advised to not do any EVPs for the next two months that the door between the alternate worlds, our world and a, a world beyond uh, where Mary resides has been opened and there are feelings of evil spirits around the door. So it has been advised that Carol Ann does not open that door for a couple of months and do any more EVPs. So Carol Ann uh, was telling me that her grandchildren who are teenagers are there for a while and they've been doing a lot of things. So I've kept up with Carol Ann, and I'm reading her book, and uh, it's really quite interesting. I told her on the phone she really ought to sit down and just write uh, a really big book because she's a very talented lady. And uh, so who else? Uh, we talked to Ray and um, watched uh, some YouTube there. Did you watch that YouTube on on um, the tea. Yes. That was Isn't good. that awesome? Very good, yeah. Yeah. Her it was good. Mandy did it, and so little I just... Rap. little rap. Yes. <laughs> on, on, on tea. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. And so uh, we have eight minutes left of this show tonight, which has been a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So serious business has been not so serious this evening. We've had a little bit of serious and a lot of not so serious. If I knew a good joke, I'd probably tell it right now. <laughs> I could tell you a lot of one. people. Huh? Uh, if I knew a good one, I'd tell it. Well, I, I can't think of one, but there is a I me. Have a, I, have a, I have a few one-liners. Uh, you do? Well, maybe I'll give you the opportunity to, to <laughs> throw them at me. Uh, I got just an email from Kathy. Ah, well, I was going to tell the folks about we have a, a main humorist, Tim Samples. He's relatively well-known, especially on the East Coast. He's very well-known. And uh, there's every possibility that they know him as far as the West Coast. And Tim Samples, I used to be, uh, well, I still am an artist. I'm a decorative decoy artist. I design and hand paint um, decorative duck decoys. And one of the things I used to do early on in my career was I worked for this um, gentleman over in Wiscasset, Maine, 
And one of the things this entrepreneur did was a bend over Betty's. Does anybody know what a bend over Betty is? Well, let me tell you. A bend over Betty is that big butt in a flowery or polka dot dress that you put in your garden. You see people have it in your garden. And this or front lawn. Yeah, or your lawn. And this person is, this bend over Betty is supposedly a lady's behind gardening. That's what you see usually a lot of times. So I used to make paint. My husband would cut out these bend-over Betty cutouts. My son Aaron would put the primer on them, and then I would go along behind. We had, boy, we had a system, let me tell you. I would go behind and I would paint the fanciful colored skirt, the butt, in other words, the legs and the shoes. And then we we must have done, oh, my God, I can't even count that high, even with my shoes off. We painted hundreds of these bend-over Bettys, as, as they're called back here, at, at this uh, shop in Wiscasset, Maine. And uh, so one day I worked, I was working in the shop, and this lady came in, and she wanted to buy two bend-over Bettys. She was getting married. And she wanted them for um, her fiancé, her husband-to-be, wanted them for the reception table where they were going to have the cake and all this stuff for decorations. And she says to me, do, do you know who uh, who made these or, or anything? And I says, uh, yes, ma'am. Far be it for me, I wasn't going to tell her I made them. You know, I mean, these are bend-over Bettys. And so she sort of eked it out of me, and she says, well, would you autograph them? Would you sign them? And I says, oh, man, you don't want me to sign those things. She says, yes, really, I do. So she twisted my arm, and I signed them. And then she tells me who she's marrying. I'm like, you're marrying some samples, and these are going to be at his table. What a riot. What a riot. <laughs> yes, Corey, I signed wooden butts. So anyway, my understanding is my... Bendover, hand-painted bendover beddies were the decoration on Tim's samples and uh, wife-to-be on their their um, at the reception on on the buffet table. So then Tim samples had a TV show, and he he is a, he's an incredibly funny man, and his wife that he picked was an incredibly beautiful lady too. She was really sweet. But anyway, on the opening of Tim samples show, if memory serves me. He flashed all these different scenes of Maine, and one of the flash-ups, oh, I'll, I'll never forget, was a bend over Betty by yours truly. <laughs> cool. So every week, here was bend over Betty. But you know what was really good? You couldn't read my name. Every week, I'd say, oh, thank you, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, they can't read my name. <laughs> so that's my bend over Betty story. We have... Three minutes remaining. Give me a one-liner. A one-liner. Give me a one-liner. Okay, let's see. The easiest way to find something lost around the house is to buy a replacement. (laughs) That works every time. I swear to God, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Got another one? Uh, Sure. Uh, Did you ever notice the Roman numerals for 40? Our XL. <laughs> Extra large. Gotcha. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. I, I'm going to have to hurt this cat. 
he's eating my papers. Uh, but I'm not going to hurt him. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not hurt my cat. I love my cat. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been me, Lily and co-host Corey Lejeune, and my sister, so be it, from Minnesota. Uh, we've had a grand little chat here. And Corey has an announcement he'd like to make. So, ladies and gentlemen, tune in next week, Thursday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we'll be sending you an email. And, ladies and gentlemen, here's Corey. Night, all. Well, y'all should have heard me on the 7th, or, well, when it was approaching midnight on the 7th, and the pre-order started for my CDs. We had a great time. The pre-order was 13 minutes late. You should listen to the episode of the show. It was horrible. It was a nightmare. But, hey, the CDs are up for pre-order on my official website. You can get the re-release from the vault special edition of Crying Over Me, dedicated to Barbara Adkins' bands. It was dedicated special edition, re-released just as a dedication to her with a bonus song on it. Which So it was six songs instead of five, which is All or Nothing, the original version of We All Sleep Alone, Save Up All Your Tears, Fire Down Below, and the dance version of We All Sleep Alone, then Walking in Memphis as the bonus song, and the single I'm No Angel and Highway to Hell. So you can get those at www.coreyal.com. It's available now. Hold your copy for $30 with free shipping there at coreyal.com. Everybody, this has been a great night. My mom and I here talking about toenails and, of course, I'm so afraid my foot's going to fall asleep and then I'm going to move my foot and hurt my toe even worse. But we're all doing good. So, everyone, thank you for being here. And this has not, this has been not so serious business on serious business, if that makes any sense to you. If you're blonde, it won't, so you won't walk along. <laughs> and here's mainly Loey for 30 more seconds. As the lady said, we have 60 seconds to go. Please join us next Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, when we will have some more serious business. Perhaps it won't be so serious. Um, we do have coming up in upcoming episodes a tarot card reader. She will give tarot card readings. Uh, all you have to do is show up and say, yes, I'd like to do that. And it's done psychically and with a card. So chances are, chances are, you're going to get a really good reading. Uh, I had a card reading. My sis had a reading. And she's just uh, our friend, uh, the tarot card reader, my gypsy lady. She's really awesome. This has been mainly Loey and Corey Lejeune on Blog Talk Radio. Tune in again. Thank you so much for joining us. You've just listened to an IYR The Classics broadcast. Learn more about IYR The Classics at theclassics.itsyourradio.com. It's your radio, the future of radio. www.itsyourradio.com.